everyone. We're back. I'm Anita, the director of product at Biscuit and Chai. I'm Mergen, CEO and head developer. I'm. Cora. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here with another episode of Business and Chai. Today, I remember Urgent and Anita were giving me the runaround about crazy things I would never think about, just like technical things if I ever want to start a business and what I should know. So I thought we should start an episode about it, just tell you guys these things because it'd be super helpful. But before that, <laughs> a big before that, <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of a little bit in the middle of like a coup right now, I guess. <laughs> I guess it ended yesterday, but it was the shortest coup in American history, but it was still, uh, you know, you can never know what's yeah. going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like everyone didn't learn from like 2019 where it was like, listen, just don't say 2021. Like things, <laughs> things are going to look up hoping for positivity. Yep. And it's just like it got even worse within the first seven days, like the first <laughs> week. And it's already insanity. Mm. I have absolutely no expectations for this. Year. I had I had really high hopes when when the both senators won the Georgia elections. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought, oh, this is a this yeah. is a great day. This Start is start something. Th- things are going well, and then just right after that. And also, a lot of people pointed out, which was like super annoying, that like a lot of this had to do with like Stacey Abrams and like her active like activism and mm-hmm. her like really really being like yeah. motivating people and getting out mm-hmm. there and doing all the hard work and. You know, she's like a black woman and she got like this great feat done and then she didn't even get a moment to be appreciated. Yeah. Which is like what always happens, right? People have been appreciating her since the election, though. She's been doing a lot since yeah. the election. No, but I'm saying well. this but was yeah, like her moment. So, yeah. This was her mm-hmm. moment to shine. Yeah. And then. <sighs> <laughs> but but she she really pulled a great feat off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what a feat. Yeah. Like a, a historically red state is blue. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I've been seeing in a lot of places, they were like, Trump was the first president in a long, long time to lose the presidency, the House, and the Senate. (laughs) And their response to that was, oh man, the son of a bitch did it. He made America great again. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Oh boy. And then he just announced um, he's not attending the inaugural, which is like another break in tradition. And I'm like, but do you want him there? Like, I think it's kind of good he's not going. That would be super weird and awkward. It's 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 the principle of it. It's yeah. not supposed to be super weird and awkward. Yeah, but it's like we kind of almost don't want to count him in history. <laughs> so it's like, don't be there. I think that's totally fine. He kind of conceded, though, which is crazy. Yeah. After, like, you know, exciting. <laughs> yeah. I was I was I can't remember who I was watching. It was one of the late night posts and they were like, but it looks like it was like a hostage video when he was saying, yeah, it. <laughs> like as if like someone went, you really messed up, like you yeah. better fix this right mm-hmm. now. If he does not get arrested after this, I I just I won't understand. Like you had to have angered. It, it is politics, right? Politicians are all about revenge. So he revenge is coming for him, right? Like his supporters are still crazy, and most of these politicians still need their support. Yeah, but I just feel like now he's not going to have the protection of the office. Mm-hmm. So. I just, I have a really bad sinking feeling he's going to get away with everything. 
actually, you know who I'm hoping does not get away with everything right now <laughs> is all the people that were in the Capitol without masks. By the way, if you're going to start some kind of coup or some kind of, you know, illegal activities in general, maybe wear a mask. Like, like this is the one time you, they should have actually worn a mask, not even because they don't believe in COVID. Like, that would have protected you. They've just... Yeah. What? Like, have you seen some of the poses that they, they just did happily? Yeah, they were doing <laughs> full-on photo shoots, yeah. which, I mean, that also kind of shows how they really think they're just not going to have any type of yeah. um, retribution it's, for it. It's straight delusion, thinking that they're invincible to... But at the same time, is it delusion? Because have you seen the nonsense that they've been getting away with? Just the fact that they made it that far. And then just seeing the reactions of police when there were other peaceful protests. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just don't understand. And if you're going to be scared of like 5G conspiracy theories and things like that, I feel like facial recognition is like the most natural conspiracy theory to be afraid of. That's actually viable. to happen i don't understand i don't i don't think the 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 people we're talking about have any sort of form of logic at all where they would put two and two together i think they change their minds and their stances based on whatever they want to do i mean if i could sit there and start cooking up beats in nancy pelosi's office (laughs) if i had the opportunity to do that i think i would take it I, I I don't think you would take it while rioting and breaking <laughs> into and smashing things. But I do want to take a moment to appreciate how crazy facial recognition technology has become where we could find these people in like mere hours, like their mm-hmm. entire names, occupations. Yeah, where they're, they're they're, there's an Instagram account and they were like, you know, recognize these people. They were posting photos. They're like, send us DMs. They had names, employer information. They were contacting their employers. People mm-hmm. had already been fired. Like, it was insane. They were, like, on a roll. And I'm like, you know, it's so mind-blowing. Like, 20 years before, this would have not been as easy. Now it's like it took mere hours for them to find their entire information just based on one picture that they took. Mm -hmm. Not only that, social media is definitely a problem. That, Like, it's one of the factors that create this problem for sure. But it's much more easier to find them because of, you know, the amount of sharing we could do and all those people that could find people they recognize and just kind of share with law enforcement. Yeah. I mean, well, this wasn't facial recognition, this part, but it was so funny. There was a model and the photo he had posted at this um, illegal rally or whatever you want to call it. Illegal so, rally? <laughs> okay, like cool. You, you sound like a news headline. <laughs> no, right okay, now. okay. This, this terrorist attack there you there go. is... Um, he he had he had posted a selfie, but he had sunglasses on and a scarf. And I was like, you know, I I don't know how easy it would be to like recognize this person so quickly. I'm like, how do they do that? That's amazing. And then I swiped on the story, and it was like, oh, it was because he had reposted it in his Insta stories. Going <laughs> for oh, those of you asking, yes, I was there. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and he was a model, and so obvious. And he was part of signed with a really big like modeling agency. He had done some a lot of like ads. So they contacted all the companies that he's been like working with and then um, obviously the modeling agency and I'm sure he's not going to work Mm -hmm. again with them after this. Also, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but PogChamp got banned from Twitter. 
I'm getting very blank looks from Anita and Urgen right now. <laughs> is, is he like a Twitch person? Uh, he um Twitch culture. Is there it, is an what? icon called Pog Champ, and it has become Pogs very those things like when we in the '90s that we used to play with. Like there were like those round circular things that had like way like. I'm bringing up a very current social pop culture thing, and she brings it to the 90s. I, I, I already knew this would happen, but I didn't know it would happen this deliberately. Wait, no, you said Pog Champ, and I'm like, weren't Pogs those like things that you would collect? Like those little round toys that had like characters on them? Maybe. Oh, you wouldn't know, but okay, anyways. So what is Pog Champ? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an icon, and it's become... Like, think of an emoji. It's just become a very iconic emoji on Twitch, and everyone would just spam it whenever something exciting happened. It was just to signify that, oh, man, this is crazy. Like, mm. And the guy whose face the emote was of mm. said some very... Like, he was still inciting violence after the coup wow. happened, and Twitch was like, all right, we want nothing to do with this guy, so they banned the emote. Wow. And now oh, that's wow. just gone. Wow. All right, well, that's good. I'm full on emote. They they took Donald Trump off Twitter for a bit. Mm. Facebook and Instagram banned him till the end of the his term, I think, or indefinitely. Twitter, I think, is gonna reinstate him, or they have already. Yeah, they have. Which I'm hoping they they should have just followed suit and banned him also. I mean, I feel like it's it's for the best that we know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> if he's gonna incite violence, he'll find some way to do it. That that's that's actually a fair point. Like. He's gonna do crazy stuff with or without Twitter, oh, like but he still shares code. it. Yeah, like he'll still share it. Like I'm about to give away the nuclear codes, but I'm gonna let everyone know that I'm gonna oh give them God. away. <laughs> I know, mean, like... I actually, I, I guess that's a fair point. But also, speaking of like facial recognition, I just thought of this. I feel like everyone's face is already now in every software system. I mm -hmm. saw a meme, and it was like. Russia was like, give me your like face and your social security. And everyone was like, no. And then they're like, hey, we made this cool app where <laughs> it'll see like what you'll look like as a cat. And it yeah. was like people immediately inputted it in. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. And it was like, you see all these memes of people knowing that like when they were doing that app that was making you look old, mm -hmm. that obviously they're like submitting face data, but like no one cared because they just wanted to play around and see how they would yeah. look old. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and then our dad, um, he makes like these videos where like it like imposes your your face oh, onto yeah. like elves <laughs> during Christmas and like birthday parties and like music videos. You know, like those little dancing fun like little videos you can mm -hmm. send as e cards. He's made them so many times that I know my face is now out there <laughs> against my will. Everyone in our family is yeah. now in the system That's thanks something, to him like, and his videos. I don't use. I think I think my social media accounts are private and I don't have many of my pictures online, but. Even with the little amount of pictures I would have, it'd probably be really easy to find me. Yeah, that's enough. I, yeah. And you, you have pictures on, you know, like professional sites. Or yeah. it, there's never no no footprint, online footprint. Yeah, also, we kind of take pictures for our passports and our driver's license. Yeah, so it <laughs> so. is in the system. <laughs> is there? Is there? That's true. There, There's mm. no way to not be a part of it unless you took that picture and then changed your face. And mm. there was like no record of the new face. Anyway. Yeah, and we're also in a bond movie. <laughs> I actually, actually no because you know like after plastic surgery right like when people get plastic surgery on mm -hmm. their face they have bandages so technically you don't know what the new face looks like wow. so you have a small period you of have, time yeah you have a small period of time because <laughs> un until you have to get like a like unless you got like major i'm saying major yeah, like surgery yeah. right so 
you have bandages, then your face is swollen, you have to let it all set in. So you don't really know what the final product is going to be. So every like if you want to completely change your face like a Bond movie, you could potentially do that now. Then every time you're trying to go into a bar or something and you give your ID, they're going to be like, who the hell is this? <laughs> but but at that point, I <laughs> should you be going to a bar? That <laughs> <laughs> if you've done something that requires full on like, facial reconstruction. Yeah, I'm just saying if, if you're trying to live a life of, you know, being anonymous, then I, I, I don't know if I would go into public place. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, anyways, this, this is episode. How, this is how the rabbit hole starts, though. This is how all those conspiracy yeah. theories like start to <laughs> grab onto nothing and make it something. I feel like if I allow myself, I can probably fall down that rabbit hole pretty quickly and come up with conspiracy theories of my own. I just feel like it's no, it's normal to do that because everything can't just be so straightforward. <laughs> it can be. I just, I just highly doubt it. There's, there's just so much probably going on in the background. You know, like, when I watch these shows, like, all these dramas, like, 24, like, Scandal, and you're like, there's no way in real life they would pull off these type of things. I'm like, they probably are pulling it off. Oh, yeah. I saw something where it's like, I'm no longer impressed that Nicolas Cage could steal the Declaration <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> of Independence. I love that. It's just so funny. But I'm like, actually, that's probably really true. Yeah. You probably, it, it probably would be super easy. It's just in a glass case. If, just, uh, and, and if they all were able to, that guy walked away with a podium from this Capitol. Like it's all he, he walked away with a piece of Nancy Pelosi's mail. I know it's ridiculous. I know yeah. it's insane. Had the main character of the National Treasure been black, it'd be a different story. No. Yeah. It's got Samuel L. Jackson to <laughs> then, play then the next one. Actually, then 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 you know? would be believable. Yeah, then we'd be like, you know what? what job done. <laughs> it's it's uh. Anyways, we started this episode because Urgen and Anita told me some interesting things. And I was oh, yeah. like, Where did we, where did we spiral? I was like, Everyone like, should know about this. There's a lot of spiraling to do right now. That's why. Yeah. yeah. But we could we could get into more, you know, business related topics now, mm-hmm. as we should. Well, yeah, people were able to hack into the Capitol. And now we're going to talk about how to have business hacks. That will be helpful. Oh, nice. <laughs> so there's a relation there somewhere. There, I just try. I just made that up right now. <laughs> um, first business hack. So we're this is more for like people who maybe are bootstrapping, looking to start their business, or are in the very early stages, or even if it's not early stage, but you're strapped for cash right now. We know the pandemic is still going on. This has negatively affected a lot of people. So cash is cash flow is not that great. So these are hacks to kind of help you and realize there are some resources that you can tap into in the short term that might help you keep afloat or even get started. Um, so that's why we wanted to basically share this information. So I think maybe we can start with like step one, right? Like let's say you haven't started your business yet, but you want to. I mean, I know a lot of people, they go into entrepreneurship when there's no other choice, right? So if you've been in the job market, you haven't been having any luck and you know a lot of people turn to entrepreneurship at this time here are some ways to get your business started where it's not going to cost you a lot of money so the first is when you're like filing an llc or sole proprietorship a lot of people use like programs like legal zoom or there's there's other programs i just can't think of off the top of my head they they charge you a small fee but they help you get set up right you have to file like your um official like state fees when you're actually legalizing your business but 
they'll charge a fee for kind of helping you through the process. Now, what a lot of people don't know is if you go to your local like chamber of commerce or economic development center, these are funded by the government. They actually provide you one-on-one -on -one counseling and help in filing for your business. And they're there to help you every step of the way. Now, I don't know. It depends on every state, every county, city, like how um, they're doing meetings right now, because obviously in-person meetings are probably suspended. But I'm sure, depending on where you are, there are going to be one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls or phone calls. And they actually help you file like walk you through the process, answer all your questions. So that's actually a really great resource to tap into and it's free. So other than paying for the cost of what it takes, like the official fees for legalizing your business, they're actually there to give you free consultation. So if you don't have the money to invest in a business consultant, that's not only going to help you get started, but kind of help you execute your strategy and start to like really go out there. This is a great resource for that. Like, they're, they'll they'll set, sit down and help you and these companies usually they also have like free webinars and classes on things like marketing um what to do now that you've incorporated your business so really like look into your chamber of commerce and your local uh, economic development center and reach out and see what free resources they have available and what free consulting they have available and do all that while we still have you know a single government yes <laughs> 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 okay i i don't think those are going anywhere anytime soon let's not scare everyone <laughs> no they're they're already scared being entrepreneurs and then you have to put that in there for them. i mean i do believe the best time to be entrepreneur is in times of complete chaos and speaking of finances if you're in some kind of like service field where you're sending out invoices to clients things like that and let's say you started a project but you don't have the finances to kind of complete the project until the client pays, but the client's not going to pay until you complete the project. So if you have an accounting software like uh, FreshBooks or, or QuickBooks, they usually are partnered with a company that actually gives you advances on those invoices. So if you send an invoice through FreshBooks, for example, they're partnered with something called, I think, Funbox, if I'm not mistaken. And Funbox will def uh, essentially look at your invoice that you sent, um, and they'll offer you an advance. for. They'll have fees, of course, so you should definitely take a look at what the fees are, what the structures are. But it at least gives you, you know, a way to not have to get out a direct loan, right? Mm -hmm. This this is like an alternative way that you could say, okay, I need X amount of dollars to do this project. That's how much my invoice is for. Let me just get that money. Yeah, so it's like a cash advance. Um, so there obviously there's going to be some sort of fee associated with it. So just be careful and do your math on that. But that's actually a great. I did not know that. That's actually a great option. Yeah, no, it gives a lot of flexibility too. Um, if you would ever need it. And staying in the, the finance space while we're at it, all business owners should look at opening up an SCP IRA. Um, it's a great alternative to a traditional IRA or retirement account, especially because it allows you to contribute up to, uh, I believe, 56K of your business income and put that into your retirement account compared to the 6K in a traditional IRA. And not only that, you could also open it up for your employees. So rather than giving them a 401k, which might be a whole different kind of setup, SCP IRAs are definitely easier to manage for a new business owner and small business owners um, overall. And again, 56k to take off as expenses from your business is quite a bit. And you won't have to pay taxes on them until you actually take them out during retirement age. That's, that's actually great. Can you, can you borrow against it? You can borrow against it, but... 
again, it's just a great way to make sure you have expenses for your business. Another hack is um, one of the biggest expenses for any business is probably legal, right? And a lot of people can't afford to have a lawyer on retainer, um, even if they need something like a contract drawn up or like reviewed. I know there's, you know, like a rocket lawyer and all of those like online, you know, platforms that you can use, but sometimes you still want that one-on-one with a lawyer, like it might be a really big project you're working on. And so if you don't have, you know, the legal fees to have a contract reviewed or drawn up, um, again, you should go to your local economic development center, a business solution center, or the chamber of commerce and ask them if they have partnerships and programs set up with a legal team usually they have like pro bono lawyers work pro bono with these organizations and they'll do like 45 minute sessions one-on-one where they advise you they'll review any contract that you bring in they'll kind of help you with you know advice if, if you're currently in need some sort of the legal advice they're there pro bono you pay nothing and you have your 45 minutes that you can schedule and usually this happens monthly or every few months So I don't, again, like now that we have the pandemic, obviously it's not going to be an in-person one-on-one, but they might still be doing these workshops. So it really depends what I would reach out and ask because it's a great resource. They'll connect you to any, you know, resource that they have or any firm that they know that does pro bono work because a lot of law firms do do this. They, They have like time set aside to do that. And so that's a great way to tap into a resource if you just don't have the funds to invest in a lawyer right now. Another life hack is if you don't have the funds to do what you need, I'm pretty sure like in the basement of banks, they have a lot of money. <laughs> What's easier to break into, the capital <laughs> or <laughs> bank basement? The, the capital of the most powerful country in the world or a bank basement? I think the most powerful country Pop-free. in the world cares more about their money than there (laughs) nice (laughs) that's very very smooth and accurate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um we should just ask the masterminds that broke into the capital of the most powerful country Mm -hmm. in the world how to break into banks fair and lovely (laughs) (laughs) we're giving you hacks so you don't have to resort to terrible ideas (laughs) <laughs> you were on the right track with that first syllable but then you lost it and then another hack which you know I we mentioned this when we were talking about the Shavasava technology fund is look for business plan competitions or any type of competitions even pitch competitions they have a lot of those where you know you're up against other companies and they just want to see how good your pitch plan is how good your business plan is you know, what your structure is, and you could even win funds for your business. Uh, There's a lot of those out there. The next one that I, you know, I've been a judge for the Queen Startup Business Plan competition for years now, and now I've kind of switched into helping sponsor the technology portion of it, the prize winnings. So look out for those. You know, those are also great ways that if you need startup funds, even if it's, you know, not going to go towards a majority of your business, if it's going to help you invest in you know, maybe a new product or a, a development for a website or, you know, you, you need some sort of resource. Like, that's a great way to secure funds for that as well. So look out for, like like I said, business plan competitions, pitch competitions. A lot of incubators have them, accelerators. So try to just reach out, Google what's online and go towards those. 
yeah, also you make, you meet a lot of new people. And I know that's really useful because one of Anita's Tinder matches, second cousins, <laughs> granddaughters, dogs, walkers, introduced us to one of the biggest clients we have. So you can never take that for granted. That's a blind item. I will never answer who this is. Please do not ask. Thank you and have a nice day, everyone. Wait, that's it? We're ending? <laughs>